Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling Dinner While Hungry. That was submitted by Richard underscore Lynn 19. That seems familiar. Today we are picking a winner for our uh, monthly giveaway. The winner will get tickets for themselves and their friends to see a show of mine in the town where they live or as close as we can get to it. And maybe we'll even hang out afterwards. Max Gingold was the previous winner, and he's coming to Doug Loves Movies, 12 Guests of Christmas, tomorrow night at Largo. That's a sold-out show. Uh, we got another one coming up on Wednesday night at 8.30, Largo at the Coronet on La Cienega here in Los Angeles. So be sure to get tickets for that if you can. And make sure you become a 420 Club member to be eligible for our monthly give- giveaways. And that, of course, is at... Uh, patreon.com slash getting dug and our most recent our newest winner is <clears throat> Helena Helena Plaminek Plaminek and uh, <laughs> it says Chicago Illinois yay it says yay right on there so uh Next time I'm in the Chicago area, she's going to get to come to a show. I assume it's a she. Like I said, Wednesday night, 12 Guests of Christmas, Doug Loves Movies. And then also I'm doing a seven-city Doug Loves Movies tour uh, starting on Thursday night through Florida, Texas, and California. For links and deets and tickets, go to DougLovesMovies.com. Enjoy the show. Straighten me out. Blast off! We are in the basement on a Monday? Ugh. What a way to start a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, are you already high? Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's my friend Joe DeRosa, and we're also joined by Vince Avril, everybody. Joey. Taylor, you're supposed to start the clapping, not, not just quietly join in. Uh, <laughs> He'll be out later. I've already heard rumors that you guys don't want to do dabs, but we'll uh, yeah. we'll try to talk you into it. Uh, Vince, you're a stand-up comic. I am, yeah. And uh, longtime friends with Joe. That's right. Yeah, because uh, I said to Joe, I go, you know, thinking, you know, maybe he's got some hugely famous friend that he can bring. <laughs> I'm like, who would you like to have on the show? And he's like, I want to have Vince Everill. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't know him, but I'm going to trust your judgment. Yeah, he's the best dude, man. And he's an awesome dude to get stoned with. And yeah. he's like my man, dude. We roll together <laughs> almost everywhere. But you, uh, where did you guys first roll together? We just met through stand-up. And then, um, but on the was, East Coast? On the East Coast. What was that? What was your show called that you used to have? Uh, Beauty Bar. We did Beauty Bar every Sunday. Oh, okay. York, yeah. York and who, who moved out here first? He was out here first. I was actually better friends with a friend of his named Jesse Pop, who's also very funny. Okay. And then through Jesse, I started hanging out with Vince. And then Vince and I ended up being neighbors. And it's just like, we're, we just kick it, man. Yeah. All right. You know, yeah. it's hilarious. He's Your neighbors. Guy, yeah, oh, yeah, he lives in the, we live in the Comedian same complex. Comedian neighbors in the same complex. Yeah, it's a real zany. Any other comics in that complex? Yeah, Actually. Julie McCullough. What? Yeah. I saw his kid at a rock concert the other night. By herself? <laughs> yeah, just cruising around. Was that who Josh no. Homme kicked? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no it was... Uh... Oh, shit, it's already 19 minutes after the hour. Uh, so it's almost 420 somewhere. Dang, um, 420! 
party somewhere. All the pipes are loaded with sativa, so oh, good, uh, go ahead and uh, uh, pick any one up that you like and uh, hit it. The sativa today is uh, XJ13, which oh. is a cross between Jack Herrera and uh, G13 Hayes. And, um, but yeah, his uh, mom was there because they, she is somehow friends with Run the Jewels, his Kill, Killer his Mike and mother. Wait, his mom? Julian McCullough's ex-wife. Oh, okay, okay. Brought okay. their kid. Julian was like in New York or something. Okay. But I took a picture of the kid and sent it to Julian because the kid had those big headphones on, uh-huh. you know? And uh, I sent a picture to him and said, uh, you know, chip off the old music block because Julian's super into music. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't, cool. I don't know how super into him, his kid being at that show, Julian. Was <laughs> right. Because it was, you know, even though the kid had those things on, it was very loud and... Yeah. They swear a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josh Amy's cutting his forehead like, open. Killer Mike's like, motherfuckers! <laughs> and the kid's like... <laughs> Run the Jewels as your first concerts. Yeah, that's insane. And then Muse closed it out, so she had to see that unfortunate mess. Yeah, you don't like Muse? No. We were talking about it today. We, or no, no. I was talking about it last night with somebody, my friend Pat. We, we got to hit, hit oh, the pipes shit. Okay, before sorry. it's at 420 sorry. or 220 here on the... You're not going to tell me you're friends with Muse, are you? Texas friends. I'm not friends with them, but I I also didn't know how many of their songs I knew because I'd never, you know, seen them or, you know what I mean? Like, I'd heard of them, and, um, but then once they were playing, I recognized a lot of the songs, probably, you know, they're probably one of those bands that their music has ended up in movies and commercials and TV shows and stuff, and uh, I I got no problem with them. I I enjoyed their performance. From start to finish. I find them a li- It's like um, there's something cheesy about it. I can't put my finger on it. You know what I mean? But they're like a stadium band, right? They're a kind of band that can... Feels like very spor- it feels like sports music to me. They were certainly the closer, and everybody was happy about it, except for Josh Homme, who uh, said, <laughs> said, fuck Muse. Everybody, let's chant fuck Muse, and he got everybody chanting it. But I just assumed he was doing that more like... like they could take it. They're the headliner. This is just a funny thing to oh, say. Oh, he really hates them. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, don't know I thought he was just being funny. And he dropped the, you know, he said he called the audience retards at one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was clearly having a good time a on blog. something. I read a blog that when he called the audience retards, everybody booed except you stood up and applauded. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I don't like hearing that word, but I also, you know, shout out to all the uh, retarded people that were there. <laughs> Let's hear it for him. No, it's... Uh, it's bizarre because he seems like a nice, fun guy uh, overall. Yeah. You know, but the way he kicked that photographer in the f- he kicked her camera, but he just she's holding it up. <coughs> so you're basically it's almost worse than kicking somebody in the face because you're kicking a metal object that she's holding in front of her face into her face. Right. She had to go to the emergency room. She's back the next night taking pictures of Weezer, but uh, nonetheless, I think she's got. A, you know, I don't want to put ideas in anybody's heads, but I think she can make a lot of money off of this. All right. He also did two different <laughs> apology videos. He yeah. did one, and people the were second like, one, that. the, the, yeah. the first apology yeah. wasn't good yeah. enough. The second one was, I was a dick. <laughs> that was a dick move. But the I second one sounded like an apology why. for the first apology. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of was, was. Like he was like, um, I got problems, uh, my son. The first one was in print. The second one, he filmed himself because that's yeah. always uh, somehow stronger if you're like looking right into the camera and. I'm a fan of... Do you guys like Mr. Bungle? I mean, do you know the band? Yeah. Do you, Doug, do you know Mr. Bungle? 
Is that an offshoot of another band, or is it oh, just a straight up? Mike Patton from Faith No More. It was another band. He was there. You go. Yeah, I knew at. somebody was in it that I should like. But I have a somewhere, man, in some box somewhere in my mom's attic. I have a bunch of like old like bootlegged concert tapes that used to circle around at like the record shows and stuff. But I had this Mr. Bungle one, where they do the whole they do the whole show in um. Dominate, dominatrix like masks whatever that's called like the leather hood like the gimp and yeah, yeah with a zipper and everything yeah they're doing and they're not talking to the audience the entire time and then like toward the end of the show this guy grabs Mike Patton and tries to pull him into the audience and Mike Patton wraps the mic cord around his f- fist like this and goes like this and wallops the dude with the microphone you right. hear the microphone like basically break on the guy's head yeah the guy's head splits open. Even if it did, even if it just tapped his head, it's always a great noise. Yeah, the sound of a microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. many comics have a bit where they hit themselves in the head with yeah. the microphone and make some really loud, yeah. <laughs> violent so the, sounding. The guy's head splits open, starts bleeding. Jeez. They have to stop the show, and then like Mike Patton has to come out on stage. Not has to. He clearly feels. Shoot, terrible. excuse me. But, like comes out and does an apology, still wearing the. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> so you never heard a word about it. It's we live in a different time. <laughs> but also, then Josh Homme, before the set was over, took out his own knife that he just has, yeah. which is you know the, only the artists, only the bands can get into the forum <laughs> with knives. He, he takes out his own knife and cuts his head. And so I was, I was backstage the entire time because I was waiting to go out and be part of an intro of the next band. And uh, uh, so I'm backstage and, you know, they sounded, Queens of the Stone Age sounded great. You know, it sounded great the whole time. And I didn't really, I wasn't really catching like his in-between comments and stuff because I was standing around talking to other people. But uh, <laughs> when he came off stage, we, you know, it was like one of those things where he passed by me. And just head bleeding, giant smile on his face. Huh? <laughs> and he had just kicked a woman in the face. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck I, he was on. Very happy with Like, mar- I, marijuana cannot be blamed for any of that, <laughs> I don't think. I hope not. I, I hope he was... Uh, we'll and, and even alcohol. I hope he's on something worse than alcohol. Because he wasn't, like, slurring or anything and wasn't staggering around. Mm. I think It was that, a real solid kick to the face. That, to me, sounds like uh, maybe like an like a acid or like a, like a hard trip. Yeah, of some kind where yeah, you're just I on another so. planet, but you're functioning. What like Santana at uh, Woodstock? He thought the guitar turned into a snake, right? He was battling the snake because he was on acid. <laughs> so he must have thought this chick was Lord knows what, and just was punted a snake. it. He just punted it. <laughs> did I say that the Indica's called Platinum OG? I think I did. Do you guys touch Indica? <clears throat> Not typical. I do. Yeah, I'm a more of a sativa man myself. All right. Well, keep uh, keep hitting it so you, so people don't call you names on the internet. <laughs> You don't have to make a video complaining about bullies. Is that <laughs> and, uh, you or is that... That's supposed to be me, yes. Okay, okay. Right. I've often had more facial hair. I, don't, I have less of it now. I, I, it itches too much when I let it grow out. Um, but, oh, I want to say one more thing about the... Uh, thank you to K-Rock and uh, Kevin and Bean for having me at the uh, Acoustic Christmas. Because they just casually said to me, Hey, do you want to go out with us and introduce 30 Seconds to Mars? And I've never been a big 30 Seconds to Mars fan, but I've been aware of them for a, a long time and... You know, and Jared, Jared Leto's a, you know, uh, excellent actor, but also seems like a part-time weirdo. And, uh... <laughs> Did you run into him backstage? Well, that's why I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> he sucked my dick. No, oh. no, no, I, uh... <laughs> Part-time weirdo. <laughs> that was probably the only time. <laughs> it's probably perfectly normal. No, uh... 
No, he was. Uh, he and the band were backstage, ready to go, and we were ready to introduce them. But for some reason, for technical reasons, uh, they started playing their like you know a lot of bands when they come out they have some sort of music that they sort of plays them on. Yeah. Like a lot of times it's kind of hacky, but a lot of times it's like the yeah. theme from two thousand one. Yeah. Kind of thing. You used so, to go on stage to the theme from 227, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah, that and, was... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh... So that was they, Jack K was opening for you. Jack K! <laughs> oh, he's good! <laughs> Ooh, Mary! Ooh. <laughs> so, so, um... Anyway, so uh, but but Jared Leto's backstage and he's you know he's got a beard and a, he's got like a white long white cape on. He looks very Jesusy and Christmassy, and um, they go the the music's playing and they go forget it forget it don't do the intro just band go out there go out there and play. And Jared Leto goes no let's let's let these guys let's let Kevin and Bean introduce me because he grew up in Southern California so he's been fan a fan of K Rock and these and these uh, morning DJs for. Who knows how many years, and it was unexpected. That's just, very cool. It was very nice of him to let us go out there and do it, and then they let me be the one to say uh, thirty seconds to Mars." Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so it was pretty fun. So like, did people for like I don't know how many thousands of people, ten thousand maybe. I don't know. I think the where's f- the Staples are for him. Forum. It felt like I got an okay reaction when I walked out there, but there were plenty of people that were like, "Who?" And then. <laughs> And then I went out into the audience. They even, they even just said, this is our friend Doug Benson. <laughs> like, almost like a make-a-wish or something. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't meet Jared Leto at all. But oh. I, I was close by him when he was telling those guys, you know, I want you to introduce me. I'm a fan. And then once he got out there, he's like, he thanked K-Rock for, like, you know, because he's, for better or worse, was inspired by it. Well, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I've and never... he puts on a good show. I thought I enjoyed their performance, too. I felt the same thing about... Oh, I have a funny story. Okay. About Michael Blue Blay. Oh, shit. You know what? I just remembered <laughs> I hate him and we need to go to break. <laughs> no, I don't mind Michael Blue Blay. I actually like him. We'll be right back. Get the perfect gift and avoid malls, lines, and crowds. At Omaha Steaks for only $49.99, you can get my family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter my code high in the search bar. That's 75% off. Omaha Steaks offers unique gifts for gourmet food lovers. They have the most flavorful, tender-aged beef, plus seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, seasonings, sauces, and so much more. I got to share a gift pack from Omaha Steaks with the crew here at the show everything they sent was easy to make and really delicious the box came with such a variety of incredible food it was easy to share and everyone was happy right now omaha steaks is giving exclusive savings just to my listeners listen to everything that you will get for less than fifty dollars two filet mignons two top sirloins two boneless pork chops four boneless chicken breasts four kielbasa sausages four burgers four potatoes au gratin four caramel apple tartlets one omaha steaks seasoning packet plus Get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter my code high in the search bar, and get 75% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. I'm here with Joe DeRosa and Vince Averill, and they both got so excited during the Omaha Steaks ad. They're both super into Omaha Steaks. Mm-hmm. But tell me your uh, Michael Buble story. Well, it's similar to the story you just told about 30 Seconds of Mars, where you're like, you don't know anything. You're kind of indifferent. Then you see the show and you go, oh, this guy's really good. 
So my friend uh, Kim Hanwacker used to manage. You don't need to make up names. You can just say your friend. <laughs> what is it again? Hamwacker. Her name's Patsy <laughs> O'Halloran Cheddar. <laughs> That's her real name. That's her what? government name. And what did you call her? Uh, Ham Chet. No, just now you called her something else. I know, I'm just kidding. Kim Hanwacker. Oh I made up a more ridiculous so, name. Oh, okay. In my head it made sense. Cheddar is not more ridiculous than Hanwacker. <laughs> You're suggesting, though, that anyone who goes see Michael Bublé will ultimately enjoy Michael Well, Bublé. here's the thing. So, she, she used to work at the Barclay Center in Brooklyn, and she texted me and she goes, Look, I have amazing free seats for you for Michael Bublé tonight. And you can also have free dinner and drinks. You should come down. And I was at my buddy Brian McCarthy's house, and he's very funny. He co-hosts the Kevin Brennan podcast uh, with Kevin. And Brian's one of the funniest people I've ever met. But he's also, he's also an instigator. So I'm Wait, at his... And he and Kevin Brennan are on a show together? <laughs> <laughs> who's, the, who's the non-instigator? <laughs> Kevin used to be on with that other guy. Lenny Marcus. Lenny Marcus, and it was just a nightmare for Lenny Marcus and his wife, I guess. Because Kevin is just so horrible. Something happened. I don't know. <laughs> Kevin's always been nice to me, but then you hear these other stories. He's always been know. nice to me, yeah. but like uh, every time I, you know, not that I come up that often when he's on radio, but when it does, he's he's always like that pothead. Like he he's very oh, really? dismissive no. all of a sudden. Oh, and I used to always thought we were cool. That sucks. <laughs> but I think it's that's his character. Yeah, that's sort of what he does. Now. He's not in this story. Okay, so keep going. He's not going to ruin it. Make it fast. Yeah. <laughs> We're running out of time. Anyway. We got to do dab. We, we go to, uh, I, I convinced him to go to the Michael Blake concert with me. He's being, <laughs> we're sitting there, he's being such an asshole the entire time making jokes about the concert, the people in front of us turn around and yell at us. Oh. And reprimand us. And I'm like, Brian, you have to stop, please, like, stop. And he's like, yeah, whatever, all right, fine. And then Michael Bublé brings a 13-year-old girl up on stage who says, can I, she's got a sign that says, can I have a hug? He brings her on stage, she hugs him. The girl's crying. It's the most wonderful moment of her life. I start getting, like, teary. I start yeah, getting, yeah. I'm like, this is beautiful. There's love in this world. Everything's not a rotting asshole, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want Brian to see me crying. So I'm like, he's been making fun of this whole show the entire time. And then I finally get the guts to look at him. Tears <laughs> streaming oh. down his face. Streaming. And I go, you're crying at this? And he goes, I'm not a machine. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Pixar movie with him? No, but I cried it up, and I had to walk out of the room so my mom wouldn't see. Mm. I haven't seen Coco yet, but I hear it uh, will make you cry. I cried at the end of The Shape of Water. I just saw that the other day. Was it good? No, I just cry at things that are shitty. <laughs> Wait, Coco is the, the Day of the Dead movie? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's the, it's the new Pixar. It's the new movie from the, uh, the sexual Isn't harassment. Is The Rock company. in that? I don't what? think it was in that one. No. The no, that was Moana. Oh. Yeah, you're a little behind on John your movies that are bull. made for you. John Cena is the bull. Born yeah. to fight. Ferdinand. Lover by Ferdinand, heart, whatever yeah. the fuck yeah, those Ferdinand are. Yeah, Ferdinand just got a Golden Globe nomination. There's four movies, at least, maybe five movies that got Golden Globe nominations today that no one has seen except for the Golden Globe voters. What movies? Jesus. <laughs> Stop Might today. not be pertinent. Ferdinand. <laughs> All the money in the world, the one where they just reshot Kevin Spacey's scenes with Christopher Plummer. Uh-huh. Christopher Plummer got a nomination for Best Supporting Actor <laughs> for replacing Kevin Spacey three weeks ago. Digitally. 
they reshot all those scenes. They didn't even do it digitally. They brought in Michelle Williams, who also got a, a, a nomination for Best Actress, and um, Mark Wahlberg. They had to reshoot scenes. Oh, my God. And, but then Christopher Plummer got a, a Best Supporting Actor nod. Like, there's... It's just the Golden Globes people saying, we got to see it first, so we're going to give it nominations. Right, right. It's like I saw Daniel Day-Lewis got nominated. I'm like, I didn't even think that dude was still yeah. acting. Yeah. Well, he's, this is the last one. Oh, this is his This final. is his retirement movie. And so they a, had to nominate him for It's that. a real Daniel Day-Lewis affair, too. He was like, you know, he was the, being a shoe cobbler or some shit. <laughs> he was like, when I'm not acting, I just, I'm a shoe cobbler in Italy or something. I read this. He's got to put something on his left foot. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the synopsis of the film is that he's, he's like, it's like when a, when a, Famous dressmaker in Victorian <laughs> era England. You're like, he's run out of things to sink his teeth into. Like, well, they a say, fucking accountant one time. He's getting nominated for stuff and winning awards, and he's. They say it's a very subtle performance, <coughs> which is another thing I don't want him to go out. It's not on one of those big. I want him to go out on one of his craziest performances yet. You know, I want him to drink everybody's milkshakes, not just Paul Dano's. But after watching that. That Jim Carrey Man on the Moon documentary. It seems like <coughs> method actors are pretty fucking annoying. It seems like Daniel Day Lewis is probably not sweet to be around when he has to be a Victorian dressmaker all day and all night. It depends on the movie, I guess. If you're on Lincoln, it's a it's a joyride. But if you're on <laughs> There Will Be Blood, you got problems. Oh, wouldn't it be fun just t- chatting with Lincoln between takes? <laughs> <laughs> just cutting it up just with asking, Abe, asking him about shape. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Take a hit off my pipe. Oh, you didn't have that pipe, too. This pipe was given to me by... There's a gentleman who comes to most of the shows that I do uh, when I do Douglas movies at the Gramercy Theater in, in New York. There's a guy that comes to the show, and as I'm trying to exit the stage quickly at the end of the show, because people you know, come up and want stuff, and if I stand there, I'll just be stuck there forever. Right, <laughs> right. He always cuts through the clutter. I always hear as I'm trying to leave the stage, Doug! And when I turn, it's he's got this or this. Does he carve these or things? this? I don't know. I don't. I I don't know where he gets them from, or if he purchases them or makes them. But he always brings me an uh, awesome, fun pipe, and then he also always it's always loaded. Mm. It's always oh, man. full of weed. It's a very ornate piece. And this was the yeah. latest one. This is the one I got uh, just uh, recently when I did the Twelve Guests of Christmas there, which I should plug one more time. We're doing Twelve Guests of Christmas Wednesday night here at Largo in Los Angeles, and tickets are still available for that. The Tuesday night one is uh, sold out. And then January 9th, oh shit, uh, live from the Troubadour here in Los Angeles, we're going to do another live Getting Dug With High, and uh, we'll throw a link up for tickets, bit.ly slash get Doug. Um, but that's always a lot of fun. I, we've already got like four of the guests booked, and I might not even book a five guest, fifth guest. That's how good the four are. Oh, shit. And we just sit there. It's a rock club, so a lot of the audience is standing, and we just sit in chairs on stools <laughs> and s- smoke weed for 90 minutes. Yeah. That's the show. If you're coming expecting anything more than that, you might get lucky. There might be a dog. There might be a, a big inflatable raft from Pop Chips on stage. Right. But you never know what you're going to get other than it's just going to be us getting high. You one time asked me to do the live one and I said I'm way too terrified to smoke weed in front of a live audience yeah that's just too much and then you said would it help if they were all standing did I really say that yeah and I go no it's (laughs) a thousand times worse that'll take all the pressure off no one's waiting on you yeah what if they were in the judgment position (laughs) (laughs) if they're all crossing their arms does that make you feel better (laughs) you begin to note them shifting weight back and forth (laughs) 
They yelled, Michael Buble sucks. Will that make you feel better? No, I liked Buble. Yeah, I, I would experience. see a Buble show. I never have, but I would. Well, now i got to go see 30 Seconds to Mars, since you're saying they're well, you know ripping what? it up Here's out the there. thing, though. These, these I, you know, I, I asked you to uh, go with me, but you had to go to Craig Ferguson's Christmas party. No, you did not ask me to go to that thing with you. I did. No, you didn't. I asked you to come to Craig's. You were like, hey, I can't. I'm a <coughs> ball. Or whatever. Yeah, and I knew you were going to Craig's, so that's why I didn't ask you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you could, because I, I even wanted, like, I was waiting for you to be excited about, I, I as, assumed that, like, uh, kind of a, you know, you're, you know a lot about music, but yeah, not, yeah. maybe not necessarily music right now, right. but... Uh, I thought you'd be excited about when I say that, uh, you know, uh, Kill, Killer Mike, uh, Run the Jewels, yeah. and uh, Prophets of Rage. I, I floated those names by you, cause mm-hmm. thinking you might write back, oh, that sounds amazing. And then I go, well, you want to do that instead of the Craig Ferguson thing? But you didn't say that. You wrote back, them's a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I didn't. We have fun. I didn't literally mean it. I thought it was. No, funny. I know it was a funny thing to say. I get it. Um, We're comedians. You even wrote a little while later. I hope you know I was kidding. Like, I, like well, I would read that and go, "Oh, that you, is just a mean thing." Because you're saying a, about two bands I have nothing to do with. You'll well, Doug will do a thing. I don't know if any of you in here text with him. But, uh, <laughs> if you're he lucky will, enough, folks. Uh, <laughs> We're really broken down to a real Carson style panel situation here. The. Uh, you do a thing where you drop off and you like you'll text like a couple of mediates and then you respond and then hour goes by and then you're like what did he get offended by that last so I was nervous for a second I was like I hope he wasn't being he didn't think I was being like fuck your offer this is what happened ha 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 I got a life to lead I'm not gonna write back oh come on to justify that why terrible pussy remark. Why? You were standing around watching Run the Jewels and uh, Fat Mike say motherfucker. I wasn't already at What's the show. Name? Killer Mike? Killer Mike. I wasn't already Mike. at no the effect. show. And he is a big guy. He is? Oh, I didn't know that. I've never seen him. I, the, but the amount of jumping around he does on stage, I'm like, that's, you gotta eat so much food to stay that mm. big with also doing that much exercise regularly. Right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How do they do it? Is he bi- How do you do it? How do you guys stay in shape? I'm not in shape. I'm in horrific shape. Are you going to let your friend Vince talk at all? Am I talking too much? No, you're talking all of it. Has, Joe, I, oh my God, has really? Joe ever offended you before? Nuh-uh. I don't think so. So that's just, that's just in your mind, dude. That you would even, have you ever sent me a text and been like, oh, I may have offended Vince? I also don't have it known, Joe, for that long. So, But, but you're right. I, I, my texting is erratic, but it's because I, don't, I, I won't like, you know, jump behind the wheel of a car and continue texting. Sure, sure. I know. I was just, you know. I was just being, Joe? trying to be funny. I think I had quick. a car this weekend. Huh? You're, you're not, sure. you're not talking too much. It's okay. I can, I, I can smell you. It's I'm all so good. So scared baby. that it's I'm talking good. too much. It's all right good. Now. I, just got it's starting to feel like you were like, I'm going to bring my friend that won't say anything. That way, I can have free reign over the whole show. Mm. You're fucking stop it, Doug. <laughs> That's really not cool. It's not a cool thing to say to somebody who just said he can't even get high if there's an audience. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't have chairs, forget about it. Paranoia seems to be a big issue for you, and I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here rubbing it in. <laughs> Such an asshole. We're going to make you do dabs in the next segment. No, I'm not doing dabs. <laughs> Have you noticed this? Taylor, go home. Yes, that thing is awesome. 
Yeah, that's a really, I like the, uh, the eye on the end. I also like the texture of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, oh, wow, I thought uh, it was rubber. Mm. Nope, mm-hmm. it is not. It is glass. Not one of those horror props you got mm-hmm. over to your apartment. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Chameleon Glass. I think that's from there. Lots of these are from there. That's from there. This is from our friends at Peacemaker. Have you ever had anything this wacky? No. Mm. <laughs> it's got kind of a dildo vibe to it. It does. I don't, I don't care for this one. <laughs> I don't like that it feels like it has to dip into my mouth. <laughs> you don't want to talk about... Take a hit off of this dildo real quick. Oh, oh. What if they were... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. So what, somebody should make a dildo that's also a pipe. You know, the ladies... <laughs> only for the ladies. Generally speaking, though, when, you're, when you are smoking... So they could get a hit off of it while they're, uh, you know... Uh, uh, what do you call those on-cam girl, You know, camera girls. How? But you don't want to discuss mouthfeel. As it pertains to I agree, I agree. I mean, if you're going to, you know, be on the internet with a dildo in your mouth, you might as well be able to take a hit off of it. Which? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Two birds? Yeah. (laughs) Do it, Peacemaker. Because there's a lot of videos Uh, of sexy ladies on the internet smoking weed, and there's a lot of videos of sexy ladies putting a dildo in their mouth. Yeah. Let's marry the two. But there's also a whole lot of other things that are photographed on the internet. I mean, you could put a whole bunch of shit together. (laughs) It doesn't just have to be... Well, yeah, but, you know, one thing at a time. You right. know, that, just like Carrot Top says, you glue two things together, you add it to the act, see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that's it exactly works. what he says. Yeah. That's, that's how he works. I heard Carrot Top. It's got to be how he works. <laughs> yeah. He just sits around all day, oh, if I glue this to this, that might be funny. Yeah. And then he throws it in with the 500 other things he's got. Yeah. And uh, that's why he's... A, uh, lot of, a lot of his ideas come to him That's while why he's, he's one of the best. While he's lifting. But I heard him say in an interview that he does that. He, he glues two things together. And he goes, and I try that out. And if it works for three nights, then I add the slinky. <laughs> three nights? <laughs> then you add the last piece. Yeah, it's another. Oh, God, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so high. Yeah, you're... you're uh... I'm sorry. That was so funny in my head. <laughs> <laughs> then you add the slinky. Mm. All right, we got some uh, stuff we got to do, including more uh, another break, <laughs> right? We're almost up on another break. This is going by so fast. Yeah. The dabs are going to come soon. <laughs> I got me. I'll do one in front of you. Doug. That's not going to help. This is literally like if, uh, you know, fucking Bukowski was like, come on, just drink this. I can do it. You know what I mean? Like, you're so much more into weed than I am. Yeah, that's why I offered to just, I'll do it. Oh, oh, I thought oh, you were saying like, yeah. that would make it okay for oh. us to do yeah, It's not like drinking where you like insist everybody else drink with you, which drives me nuts when people are like that. Like when people bite a round of shots and give me one without asking me first if I want it. Story of his life. Oh, my head just drops. I'm just like, guys, I don't do shots. They go, well, do this one. And I go, no, that's how it works. Is I say I'm not doing shots so that I don't ever do shots. Right. I just don't want to do it. I get, I get too uh, hungover from it. Oh, I had to have my lawyer contact him. He fucking buys me shots without asking all the time. I had to finally say, we can't, I can't. I have you a had policy. to bring the law into It had to be litigated <laughs> because this motherfucker didn't want to hear the Did word no. Did you guys settle out of court? <laughs> didn't want to I don't recall word. Joe ever having to do time for forcing shots oh, on listen. his friend. As much as I love this talk that's making me somehow sound like a predator. <laughs> <laughs> that's in your head, too. <laughs> With shots. <laughs> Uh, no, I like shots. Here's why I like shots. I agree. They're, they're foolish and they're immature and they're dumb and there's no need. But the thing I like about them is it creates a mini event within the hang. 
brings everybody together for a minute. You go, all right, and you cheers. And it's it's just a nice, like, you can cheers anything you're drinking. I drink. I drink Any. vodka, and I just like it mixed with something in a big glass. It's just not the same. It's like you know, it's there's a there's a sharing experience. There you the go. Show. Well, that's what the difference between uh, drunks and uh, nice people, <laughs> or, or I should say stoners, because like if you're in a circle and you're the person that doesn't smoke and it comes to you, they'll try to pass it to you every time, which is hilarious. But uh, when whenever you say no, you know they're not offended. No, but you're but you're already having. And that's another ritual. I listen. That's but see. Here's the thing. If you came to the bar and you said I don't drink, I would never press you to drink. Or if you said, Hey, dude, like my okay, women. So now I just got to tell people I don't drink at all, so no, I don't no, have no. to do shots. No, 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 no. I'm saying I would I would see the you in the cipher as like, oh, that guy doesn't want to drink. So I think the thing you're missing drink. though is like like you're saying when the weed comes around, you don't do it. No one has ever said, Come on. And when yeah. you're talking about right. shots, right. you okay. get the fucking... I mean, maybe on! somebody who's drunk and smoking weed will yell at you for not smoking with them. <laughs> Fair. All right, we got to go to another All break. Right. And when we come back, uh, these guys are going to do three dabs each. We'll see you soon. Beautiful. I might as well take my sunglasses off. Did you get your eyes made up, Joe? Mm-mm. No. So leave the sunglasses on. We're here with Joe DeRosa and Vince Averill, and um, we tallied it up, and Vince has said 72 words, and Joe has said over 1,000. <laughs> um, <laughs> so have another hit, Vince, because... Uh, you guys got to get your brains ready for some uh, brain-teasing questions. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, do you like this sort of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The segment is called Marijuana Know Something? This one is a question I asked on the last episode, and both of the guests figured it out and gave the correct answer, and I wondered if it was just an easy question or not. Because I didn't have, I didn't think of the right answer. Because I usually don't know the answer, but I do know the answer this time. Okay. Eating from this restaurant on Christmas has become a widely practiced custom in Japan. What restaurant are we talking about? I know this. KFC. See, it's just something people know, yeah. and these questions need to be like, what? Like they need to be more of a surprise than that. I mean, it is weird that they right. eat KFC in Japan on Christmas, but. Uh, Dab King Taylor Rizzo, he's over there, was uh, telling me before the show that uh, you have to pre-order your dinner at KFC yeah. in Japan, like it's that popular. But yeah, is Christmas crazy, right? very popular in Japan? Well, that's why I, I think Christmas isn't a th- big thing to them. So why not do a, a crazy American thing all day on Christmas? Bucket okay. of thighs. That makes sense. All right. All right. So anyway, that's an example. But normally, the, I find the questions normally to be uh, tougher. But when my guests figured that one out, I was like, let's ask that one again next week and see what happens. Now, see this one. There's no way you should know what the answer is, but maybe you can guess into it. What happened? More water? Um, Thank you. (laughs) What is that? Some uh, lager. You got alcohol? Did you not drink any? Hmm? No? I'm just drinking water. 
If we drank a, we had a nice beer. Nice. We did a earlier. whole warm up before we got here. All right, yeah. good. <clears throat> hey, you guys, calisthenics. May I want to know something? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what job did Christopher Walken, the great Christopher Walken, mm. I do an impression of him. Would love it. This is Christopher Walken finding out that his flight has been canceled. Why? <laughs> uh, Some people's closer. What job did Christopher Walken have before he became a famous actor? <laughs> right? Now, there's... When we hear the answer, it's going to be, oh, yeah, that seems obvious, but... Was he a locksmith? Why do you say that? Oh, you know, uh, I just picture that's the guy you can call when, when you can't get in. It's, uh, he, you know, he uh, comes over, his hair is already like he just got out of bed. It's late at night. Uh, okay, it's a round-the-clock okay. job. Okay. All right. I'm going to guess dog catcher. I think it's going to be something that's more like, oh, yeah, we should have figured that out. That's where I'm guessing. Then locksmith. <laughs> Not to... No, no. I think... <laughs> I thought it was perfectly plausible. I, I just couldn't explain why. I liked it, but Joe, Joe, tell us dog, why dog catcher. Because you keep hinting that it's this job that an insane man would have, and I just picture a crazy Christopher Walken like tackling dogs. I didn't say anything. You, you inferred a whole insane. lot out of there. Yeah, I didn't talk about his sanity. Well, you said you said when you hear it, you're going to go, oh, of course. Well, I I don't, think, that's what I'm assuming. We look, I don't know the answer. Oh, you don't know the answer either. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm sticking with dog catcher. Okay. I'm going to say it has something to do with dance because he's danced in a couple of movies, but not a lot. And he's good at it. And he's in that video that he dances in. Yeah. Um, but that also seems like the answer should be something more clever. Like maybe, oh my God, what if he was a deer hunter? <laughs> they pay people to do that? Yeah, that's not what a- if he was? What if he was someone who used hairspray? What if he was a catch me if you can? Mm-hmm. All right. What if he held uh, watches, watches up, up his ass for a living? <laughs> what if he wrote Pulp Fiction? <laughs> Not the movie, just Pulp Fiction in general. The answer is... You're not going to believe how close you are to the right answer. Uh, shut up. But still wrong as a motherfucker. <laughs> what is it? Lion tamer. <laughs> Lion tamer. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that is what no one would ever guess. Holy shit! <clears throat> Lion tamer. Yeah, you gotta have a place to do that. You can't just do that on the side. You gotta. They have to invite you to go do that. He's in the urine, man. Like off this guy. Hey, Christopher. Uh, some, the lion's not going to be able to perform tonight. Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that segment worked out great. We're going to do one more, because we always do two, and I gave you guys a bonus one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, uh, Marijuana Know Something? Mm-hmm. What do Portobello, Cremini, and Button Mushrooms all have in common? And if the answer is they're all mushrooms, I'm going to murder someone. <laughs> The research department is not doing their job. <laughs> the dumbest trick question ever. They're all mushrooms, idiot. I don't know enough about mushrooms to even... They all grow 
out of trees? I'm sure it's something, something like that. Like, they all grow into the same log you or something. You guys are close. They... <laughs> it's something like that at the same time. <laughs> Yo, dude! Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not this one always falls over. Uh, Might as well get it over with. Uh, uh, <laughs> they all have um, arsenic in them. Do mushrooms have arsenic in them? I think these I are know. all, like, I've, I think I've had some of these mushrooms. So. No, I mean, like, but maybe it's like a trace amount. Oh, so, so small that you don't yeah. die, you just, right. it's just delicious. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just affects the unctuousness. All right, all right. I, what do you uh, think, Joe, do you got a guess? My guess is these are the three mushrooms used to substitute meat when they make, like, a mushroom burger kind of thing. These are the mushrooms they use to do that. You want one of these three. That's my guess. What if it's the best thing to feed a lion when you're training it? <laughs> <laughs> They're Christopher Walken's favorite mushrooms. Lion treats. Lion. <laughs> okay, so what's your final answer? These are the mushrooms they use to substitute meat, like when they make mm-hmm. a mushroom. And what's yours, Vince? That there's some trace amount of poison in them. Okay. Mm-mm. Not the reaction. All three of those are the same mushroom, but at a different level of maturity. <laughs> Fuck off. I didn't yeah. even know that that happens with mushrooms. <laughs> they, the mushroom's name changes as it gets older. So the that button, the button mushroom is like the Benjamin Button of mushrooms. That explains why every time I'm walking through the woods, I see mushrooms going. <laughs> <laughs> These mushrooms haven't matured yet. Oh. <laughs> You can find these Marijuana Know Something segments on Now This Weed, wherever that is uh, on the internet. Let's get uh, Taylor Rizzo, the dab king of California, in here. And, uh, yeah, sure. guys, just scoot a little closer together. I'll move over this way a little sure. bit. Mushrooms jacking off? I'm going to put my sunglasses <laughs> what you're suggesting? <laughs> Mushrooms jack off. The, uh... That is, uh, those were some interesting... So can you set me up with a dab here, uh, Taylor? We're gonna we gotta wrap it up here in mere minutes. Didn't get to any of the pot topics, but topic. we all know that uh, <laughs> we all know that lots of great things are going on uh, with uh, marijuana uh, these days, and it just keeps getting better and better. Joe DeRosa has podcasts called "We'll See You in Hell" and "Emotional Hangs" that you can get on iTunes, and you can go to joederosainfo.com. For tour dates, go see his comedy if you can. Where's that? Are you going somewhere anytime in the next couple of weeks? No, I don't have any. I'm pretty much done till the New Year. So. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy your uh, holidays. I hope to. I hope yeah, to. I, so how mean, Christmas I, is big in my I can't family. think of a better way. I mean, I, I like performing a lot, and I used to get bummed by the holidays at like especially New Year's. I mean, Christmas Eve and Christmas, like that. There's you know, if you're not in New York. There's no comedy. Uh, comedy clubs are all closed. I do have a date. Sorry. There you go. I'm, I'm playing The Stand in New York City on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. I uh, always forget that. I here, Vince, can you read your, uh, read your plugs while to. I do this dab? Uh, <coughs> every Wednesday, you can find me uh, anywhere I, uh, uh, podcasts are found. The We Watch Wrestling Podcast. And uh, tickets for our side? WrestleMania Week show are on sale now. That's New Orleans, April 6th, during WrestleMania week. We'll be at the New Movement Theater. <coughs> nice, man. Pretty good read. He yeah. Pretty good. Says. Very, Very good read. <laughs> you got a plug? Yeah. I'm, uh, follow my Twitter, at Taylor Rizzo. And then uh, this Wednesday, I'm hosting a show at Bar Lubitsch. 
in West Hollywood at 9 o'clock. Right. Uh, Theo Vaughn's on that <laughs> show. It's going to be an awesome show. That sounds fun. Yeah. Nice. Theo doesn't smoke weed. I'd get him on here if he did. He's a cool cat, but yeah, he doesn't he smoke weed. I never saw the, epi- <laughs> the episode that uh, Stanhope was on. Did Stanhope smoke weed? Mm-hmm. He did? Yeah, and he left saying, and I think it's probably because he was drunk as well, but he left saying, oh, I'm kind of, I think I'm into marijuana now. And then I've run into him a couple times since, and he's not into marijuana at all. <laughs> he's sticking to drinking. I have a hard time. And whatever else he does. Like, I I was on a podcast with him, uh, a a live show where, uh, what is it, Adderall? Is that a thing? It's like a little pill that people like? Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, they'd suggest you just take half of it if you haven't had one before? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, so it's like half an Adderall in front of me, and they were all saying, do it, do it, do it. And I, I was like, you know, not into it. And I just was writing it out, hoping I wouldn't have to. And then at one point, Doug just reached over and took it. <laughs> I was like, good for you, man. <laughs> Thank you for saving me. <laughs> that is very nice. How's the dab? Uh, the dab was delicious. And, uh, yeah, Taylor always comes through with the, uh, the good dabs. I think I might do a second one uh, post-show. How now? Maybe how- during your post-game interview, I'll do one. Just okay. to intimidate you guys more. How high... Do, do, does, a, does a dab make you? That's a great question. Um, just a lot higher and quicker. Hits you quicker. And in my case, makes me sleepier than even an indica. Okay. Um, just because it's, I mean, just being that high is just, it's, it's very pleasant for me. I like it. All right. Yeah. Do you know Matt McCarthy, the comedian? Yeah. So the, the one time I saw him do a dab was the only time I saw weed, you know, like he could do heroic doses. One time he took so let's a dab. Let's see if I could do it while we're, we're almost out of time. Let me see if I could get one. He was like, I need you to drive. Really? So, like, that to me said, I don't need to fool with dabs. It's too, uh, it's above my... Fucking A. Yeah, that's, that, would, that would murder me. Our next show from the basement will be at the same uh, dab time, same dab channel, uh, on uh, December 21st, uh, 2.15 p.m. And I already know who the guests are. And um, I'm not going to do a lot of talking on that one. So do with that information what what you want. It's a couple of real yappy guests we're having on. And I hope they don't hear that I called them yappy. It doesn't sound complimentary. But it is. It's going to be super duper fun. And thank you again to Vince Averill, Joe DeRosa, Dab King, Taylor Rizzo, everyone at Jash for letting me uh, do this for... Uh, who knows how long now. We recently had an anniversary, I think. Okay, got to go. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. <laughs>